1: 7.48am, you're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana, Phil and Xiaoning. Now, it's only the third week of 2024, but Bursa Malaysia has been rocked by a series of uh, stocks which have hit a limit down in consecutive trading sessions or seen persistent selling.
0: It initially started last week with three counters, Rapid Synergy, YNH, Property and EMS Pro, which are linked to prominent investor Datuk Dr. Yu Kwan Chon. But it has since spread to other companies, including Sarawak Consolidated Industries Jintayu Sustainables, Mercury Securities, Artonic, Mastron, Silver Holdings, amongst others.
2: So much so that Bursa Malaysia has issued at least 10 unusual market activity queries to the companies impacted. Meanwhile, brokers have also purportedly demanded cash upfront for the purchase of several stocks after their prices plunged in recent days.
1: So to make some sense about what's happening with uh, the Malaysian stock market, we speak to Pankaj C. Kumar, financial market columnist, regular company commentator, commentator on BFM. Pankaj, good morning. Always good to have you. Let's start off with just understanding what's happening on Bursa Malaysia. Why are we suddenly seeing these multiple counters hitting limit down in successive sessions? What's the context here?
3: Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I think in my opinion, uh, what we had witnessed over the past few days is some sort of contagion impact uh, from one particular group of companies uh, linked to a particular individual uh, to other companies as the rug was probably pulled out of uh, for these stocks where some hidden hands uh, have been propping up the shares of the companies for the longest time. and I think if you look back uh, or analyze it, um, some of these companies their share prices has been you know brought to a certain level elevated levels you know for the for, for the last year or so and held up so well on a daily basis for almost like six to seven months and out of a sudden some weakness began to emerge and failed to close at these elevated levels. And in the last month or so, you know, the stock is down like 70-80% with increased volume.
0: And you know, these sell-offs have prompted Bursa Malaysia to issue unusual market activity queries, UMA. Essentially, what is a UMA? And does it provide answers as to the volatile share price movement?
3: Yeah, as the name suggests, uh, UMA actually falls under Bursa Malaysia's listing requirement, which is under paragraph 9, 11. So, when unusual price movement occurs, uh, trading activity or both occurs, yeah, uh, a company must make uh, due inquiry to seek the cost uh, of the unusual market activity uh, in its shares uh, and disclose accordingly. Yeah? So, But in most instances, as we have seen, other than so called potential deals in some cases, uh, whether big or small, uh, UME usually attracts a response uh, that is standard, uh, whereby the company would likely respond by saying, uh, it is more or less unaware of the reasons for the sharp movement in its share price. Uh, and this uh, is this on both ways, yeah, uh, whether it's up or down.
2: Pankesh, the trillion dollar question. I mean, do we have any idea what could have caused the prolonged sell-off in some of these counters when there has been no change, uh, there's also been no important announcements. And despite the high volume traded, especially since when you look at it, just a few days ago, some of these stocks actually saw record high prices.
3: Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, in most of the instances that we have seen, uh, these companies have been seeing very strong volume and price movements in the past weeks or months or even since uh, IPO. Uh, Some of the majority shareholders may have entered into some sort of financing facilities uh, using their shares as collateral uh, at a time when the market prices were rising or at its peak. So this could have been done uh, with either a group of investors or directly with a booking firm or even with a bank. Uh, but if the share prices cannot be sustained, uh, or if the facility is not serviced in the form of interest payment, uh, this group of investors or brokers or even banks would have no choice yeah, to, ent- to either call uh, for the margin um, mm. for a top-up or for sale in the market to cover the shortfall yeah, when the share price drops. Uh, so we can also see that uh, in the recent sell-off, there have been some form of pattern as the stocks are either linked to a particular individual or shareholders.
1: Since then, we have seen some investment banks demand cash up front for the purchase of several stocks after their prices plunged recently. What could be a consequence of this? Will it help to bring down the volatility? Or is this an indication of the level of leverage there is in these names?
3: I think if you look at it, uh, perhaps the investment banks are basically managing risk and exposure by demanding cash up front. In a situation where we get a massive sell-off where prices are down like 50 to 90%, uh, there would be investors who may be tempted just to enter the market, you know, uh, due to perception that it is cheap now, and it may bounce back rather quickly. So to protect uh, from potential further sell-off in these stocks, uh, as I mentioned earlier, it be kind of vicious cycle. Uh, investment bank impose cash upfront for fear that further meltdown in the stocks may trigger new buyers, um, you know, not picking up their securities uh, after the T plus two period uh, when the payment is due. So this would result in default, yeah, and the investment banks uh, would have to force sell the position and incur loss, which would then, of course, they would claim against the individual buyer who bought the shares. So uh, it's basically a risk management tool for the.
0: Mm. I think I'm just a bit worried when I hear you say that this is a contagion. To what extent is the nature and scope of this contagion, right? Because at the moment, it's focused on these small cap stocks, right? Is there some guiding principles or some trend that you see about shaping how this contagion is moving and shaping?
3: I think, first of all, we have this is not the first time that we have seen something like this happen. Yeah? Uh, in the past, we have seen uh, cases like this as well. Uh, where, you know, certain group of stack stocks or shares which are linked to a particular person or individual, yeah? and, and there are uh, instances where prices are held up for such a long time and then suddenly, you know, the rug is just pulled out of the, the feet and causes uh, uh, impact to the market. And investors will begin to see uh, which other stocks are also have similar pattern, yeah? And you see that kind of uh, uh, situation repeating itself and spreading uh, to other stocks.
0: Because that's the concern, right, about the broader repercussions it has on capital markets and retail investors, especially when you have this self-reinforcing fear that when this happens, then banks take this action. The worry is that it then gets out of control, isn't it? That it spreads beyond that.
3: Uh, Well, we hope it doesn't, yeah, Uh, because I think uh, if you look at the individual stocks that has been impacted by this, uh, you can see what is the link there. So perhaps you you may see a little bit more uh, going into the market uh, in the next uh, or today or the next few days or next week. Uh, But I I think uh, probably we have seen almost the end of it.
2: Okay, now one of Bursa Malaysia's primary duties is, of course, to ensure orderly dealing. So in light of this recent sell-down, you know, how can that role be enhanced? I think the
3: important thing for regulators is, of course, uh, surveillance and, of course, uh, regulatory action. Yeah. In some of the cases that we have seen, uh, they are clearly stocks that have been, I mean, in my mind, yeah, manipulated for the longest time. In uh, some of them, they were just recently listed, uh, and the stock price has already tripled in such a short period of time. You know, so certainly, uh, it looks like there are hidden hands in this type of movement, and Brusa should investigate. Yeah, if manipulation has taken place, and actions should be taken. Yeah, because I think if you look at it, uh, at the end of it, uh, something like this also happens in other markets. Yeah, but I think the regulator's uh, action is key. Uh, in restoring confidence uh, among investors yeah, that the market is not there for, people, for uh, investors or shareholders to manipulate uh, yeah, uh, to the extent they, they bring the um, valuation of these companies to unprecedented levels. Uh, I mean, I think if you look at it uh, the other way, um, you know, when you talk about investing, it's always about fundamentals. Yeah? We look at the basics in terms of uh, earnings, in terms of tangible assets. Uh, in terms of business prospects, uh, mm-hmm. good shareholders, uh, management as well. Uh, but in some of these instances, all of these are missing. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What is only there, it's a very nice chart pattern uh, that actually attracts investors to to jump into the stock, yeah? thinking that you know uh, uh, the technical readings are very strong, but fundamentals are very weak.
1: Pankaj, thanks very much for speaking with us. That was Pankaj Kumar financial market columnist, helping us make sense of the unusual market activity that we've been seeing uh, across the Bursa Malaysia over the past couple of days.
2: I mean, investing is never easy; it's always a challenge. But I think Pankaj's point is exactly that: know what you're buying, understand what you're buying, uh, do a bit of homework before you do so, and be prepared for some volatility. And for some people, margin—you know—you might not want to borrow money
0: to invest. It's so interesting that we we find following fundamental. So difficult to apply. It's so easy to go through the speculation element, you know. Whereas actually, if you're anchored on the fundamentals of the stock it doesn't provide discipline and ease of mind.
2: Because sometimes there's this temptation whereby yeah. you see the stock market as easy and quick money when it isn't,
0: it isn't the case right. always. Yeah.
1: And you don't want to FOMO, really. Um, all right, 7.58 in the morning. We're going to head into the 8am News Bulletin. But after that, Wong Xiaoning will be speaking to Dr. Varinderjit Singh, Vice Chair of the International Tax Commission at the International Chamber of Commerce. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9.